welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabradic. And I'm Amelia Bellabradic. And welcome back to part two of our two part series of the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Yeah, I could do a whole podcast on the Grand Floridian. <laughs> if you haven't listened last week, first of all, please listen to episode 22. In the first round here, we went through some of the history of the hotel. There's some good stories that I was just recalling as we were talking about it. You know, about the history of the Grand Floridian, what it's all about, the rooms, the grounds. We talked about a lot of that. But this week, we want to go a little bit deeper into some specific areas of Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. And specifically, we're going to hit on some of the things that may not be true or may be true. Yeah, some people have really false ideas of what it is. Preconceived notions. Yeah, and I mean, some... You know those people who've never been somewhere and comment on it? And think they know everything because they've seen it online. (laughs) So we're just going to share our experiences. And as we mentioned in the part one, we've stayed there 20 weeks or more between us. So 20 vacations worth of time. So we've spent a lot of time at the Grand Floridian. So we... We've seen the ups and downs and ins and outs. Yeah. But let's start this week with a little bit of a rapid fire round of true and false. All right. Why don't we quiz each other? We've got six of them here. I'll start us off. All right. Since you're the one who pays, I have to ask you this one. True or false? Is it expensive? True or false? Is it expensive? Well, expensive is a relative term, right? So what's expensive for you might not be expensive for me. So let me just answer that question this way. Yes, of For course. For the average yes. salary, is of, it expensive? Of course, it's it's expensive in Disney hotel terms. It is the most uh, expensive hotel on site. No. Disney hotel on site. Yes. Not including the Four Seasons. It's like you're just contradicting yourself here. <laughs> now, here's the thing about that question. It's not such an easy answer. There's two things. First of all, it's... Not outrageously expensive when you, and I did this, I used to do this, remember, when I was selling travel, I I would show people, for example, the Polynesian Disney's Polynesian Village Resort right next door. The difference of a standard room typically at any given time of year is not outrageously different. It's not like the Grand Floridian's twice as much as the Polynesian. Yes, it might be 100 or 200 more a night, and sure, that can add up to $1,000 over the week. So it's more expensive, but it's not double. But the second part of that question is value. And this is the stuff we talked about in part one. What do you get? It's not just more expensive for the same thing because it's called the Grand Floridian. You get a lot more there. There's a lot more at the Grand Floridian in terms of dining and elegance Mm. and appointment to attention to detail and even the service level. So yes, it costs more, but I would argue if... Those things are important to you. It's worth more. It's it's worth what you pay for. It is the bottom line is that value question. Is it worth what you're paying for? Assuming you can afford to pay for it or want to strive to pay for it. I would say yes, it is. Especially if it's gonna be a once in a lifetime thing for you. Definitely. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna throw one at you. Okay. I sort of want you to answer this one generally. True or false? There's not much to do there compared to other Disney resort hotels. False. 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 I would argue there's more to do there than other Disney hotels. Well, I mean, some are a little bit less main, not less main, but not the main Disney monorail loop. Like Saratoga, there's a lot to do there. Or 
Fort Wilderness because there are sort there are of different things. Yeah, to do. there's yeah. different. But the Grand Floridian has almost everything. In fact, I think the only thing you can't do there is bike rentals. And the thing, the reason I ask that is that this again, these are a lot of these true falses are things that I would I would get asked a lot. Right? Some are true, some are not. So people, there's a misconception out there that it's just this sort of beautiful face with nothing to do. Nice house, no furniture. <laughs> so I would agree. Again. I would agree false. with you. That is false. All right. Yeah. Well, honestly, can you really think of anything else that there's not to do there? Well, I mean, there are each resort will have specific things like horseback yeah. riding. Well, of course, you don't have horseback riding there. But what do you have? You have the Grand One Yacht. Yeah. You have the Pirate Adventure. That's true. So what you're saying is there's everything to do there that's sort of themed towards the Grand Floridian's luxurious style. Yeah. The, the point of this question was... There's a lot to do there Yeah. as an answer. And I think actually, you know how we said there wasn't bike rentals, and but you said there's the Grand One Yacht instead of horseback riding, there's boat rentals. There's also the Polynesian right next door. I mean, if you yeah. really want to rent a bike, you walk. You know, I like that walk a lot, even on the hot, sunny yeah. summer days. I just sort of like walking along the water. It's, the path is usually empty. You go by the wedding pavilion, which if no one's there, you can sneak in and onto the grounds at least and look around it's quite there's you can take even a photo they have that archway where yeah. couples take that photo with the castle in the background we've taken photos there before it's cool yeah all right you ask me now okay so true or false true yeah. or false speaking of sort of how you said it has the most value true or false it's the best hotel there okay well now you're gonna make me hedge that is true it is the best disney resort hotel there but if we're including four seasons resort orlando i would argue from a standalone hotel perspective that hotel is better but since this is disney world and a disney vacation i would still argue it is the best option so is is it the best there is there if you're looking to plan a disney vacation and you want to stay at a disney hotel yes no question how do you define best though like your best it might be different than somebody else's best, like you said, for is it expensive? <laughs> so I'm Why is it the best? I'm defining it as this way. I'm defining it as people who, and a lot of people will search, What's where's the best place to stay? Okay. That's not a very good search, people, so don't search that. <laughs> it's a common search. Don't, but you're please right. Don't. <laughs> best based on what? It's sort of like when people say, what's the best time of year to go to Walt Disney World, right? We discussed that once. Yeah. Best based on what? Based on weather, based on events, based on price, based on... There's a million things that define yeah. best. And price, too, expensive. It gets more expensive at certain times yeah. of year. So if you want to stay at the Grand Floridian, but not super expensive, look into that because they do vary. Yeah, so I would say it's the best there is based on someone who's searching for that. I'm going to assume they're looking for... They want an upscale hotel. They don't want to stay in a value or a moderate, for starters. Yeah, they want to stay in an upscale. It's best based on location, based on uh, attention to detail, based on service, based on dining, based on shopping, mm -hmm. based on events, based on luxury of things like Victorian Alberts or the yacht, if you want that. Yeah, I do agree with you. In my opinion, it's the best. But then again, if you're like an outdoorsy person, you might not want to stay there. But if you are looking for the luxurious option, it's the best. Yeah, so it is. a it, it, And my favorite. Yeah, so it's true. It might... There might be a better option for you. Yeah. If you want something very specific. <laughs> so that's fair. 
All right. But I think it's the best. I've got one for you because I'm interested in your opinion as a younger person in particular. Yeah. True or false? It's sort of stuffy and snobby there. (laughs) Who thinks that? A lot of people think that. You've got that question? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm surprised. Clearly from people who haven't stayed there. Yeah, I would (laughs) say so. Clearly from people who stayed there, not at all. It's very open everyone's always smiling even the cast members and even though there are sort of like really upscale things even at victorian alberts they were always so nice it wasn't sort of like a rude person like oh you're slouching don't do that they were very kind which sort of opens and clears the air a little bit so it's not stuffy and even even though there's nice music everyone's sitting having a very nice time and it's sort of like a nice community which opens it's like opening a nice window letting in a fresh breeze you know what's sort of similar that's a good answer and i agree it's not stuffy i can see how people think it is Mm -hmm. and i'm going to share with you another hotel we recommended in our disney vacations for non-disney people Ah. the hotel negresco in nice france when you walk in there it's the epitome of looking stuffy right because it's old it's that old french sort of like over the top. It's really over the top and ornate in the way it is. And it looks and feels stuffy, but the staff there make yeah. you feel welcome and they're quite friendly. I was going to say, it's not, you'd, you'd really think it would be, but it's not. Yeah. So you can, I can understand how on looks alone, these upscale places look stuffy, but what really, it's really the hotel personality which is what you're getting at, Yeah, that makes it not stuffy. It could be stuffy. If they wanted it to be, they could act stuffy and it would go right in. It would just fall right in. They could act like a cast member on the Tower of Terror, just sort of aloof and st- without the evil part. Yeah. <laughs> just sort of. <laughs> oh, yes, Daddy. They're going to break elevators and make every cast member <laughs> yeah. evil because that'll sure attract guests. Yes, you could have a short three-story drop or yeah. one story actually on that elevator. One story drop yeah. with the evil cast member. Yeah. How lovely. But no, they, it could be stuffy. And I can understand how someone who's visiting, like I said in the last episode, yeah. people go there to visit and you should, even if you're not staying there, because it's a great hotel. Yeah, and it's then maybe free to visit. To, yeah, of course. All the hotels, you know, visit all the hotels. They're fun. You know, boardwalk area, beach club. Anyway, it could be stuffy, but it's not. Okay. So I'm going to ask you this one. It's not stuffy, but is it in a good location? Like, can you get places from there? That's a good question. So my immediate response is, yes, you can't beat it. But that's me, Mike, who everybody knows loves, loves the, the Magic Kingdom. Loves the Magic Kingdom and the Magic Kingdom Resort area. So I think it's perfectly well situated for me. Now, someone could argue in that area, the Polynesian is better situated because it has the... Transportation and ticket yeah, center. It's the advantage of getting on that Epcot monorail. I another thing. Wait, one other thing about yeah. the Grand Floridian from that perspective is that on it, now we never take the Magical Express. I will admit I've never been on it in my life because we just prefer a private don't car. Be on it. We don't want to be on it. But I get the magic and all that reasons people like it. But the Grand Floridian's the last stop. <laughs> so, so is it situated? It's not well situated if you're taking the Disney Magical Express because you're going to be the last. But then one again, off. if you want to see the grounds and it's your first time. Or your only time, maybe it's not such a bad idea. Well, most people just sort of want to get there when they get to the hotel. But yeah, okay, yeah. that's a fair point. You will see like the Polynesian yeah. or whatever. So I don't even know the routes, to be honest. All I know is it's last. 
but honestly, the thing is, what if you get like at twelve o'clock and you can't check in till four? Maybe you don't want to just sit well, around the, the lobby all day. Magical Express is a whole other story. Yeah, we're but, not going to go into that. But I that. do think it's well situated. Assuming you, if you want to be in the Magic Kingdom Resort area, which I still recommend if it's your first day, then it's it's perfectly situated. We talked last week yeah. about one stop here and there to the Magic and Kingdom. I do want to say, even if you do like going to either Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios, yes, it might be a bit farther, but then also there's a very short walk to Disney buses and a lot of other hotels, you have to get to those parks by Disney buses anyway, unless you're talking about the Skyliner, which I personally well, the, don't the recommend. the buses at the Grand Floridian are right outside the front yeah. door. Yeah, so the, you could As argue, much as we are not fans of You Disney could buses. argue it's a very short hop over to Hollywood Studios or Epcot to get on the bus. And as far as Epcot yeah, goes... Assuming your bus shows up in the next... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. As far as Epcot goes, it's really a short walk. We walk over to the TTC all the time. From the Polynesian. No, and from the Grand Floridian. It's a bit of a hike from the Grand Floridian. I'd rather take the monorail. Yeah, again, it's just like two short stops and then you're there. Magic Kingdom, Contempt, TTC. But can you walk it? Yeah, you can walk you it. You can walk it. So it's not a huge deal. And of course, you could argue the Polynesian is closer, but then it's farther from the Magic Kingdom. So for me... I agree. It is perfectly situated. And Magic Kingdom... After all that, you agree with me. <laughs> and the Magic Kingdom isn't my favorite park. Even. Sacrilege. So It's... Sacre bleu. All right. I'm going to throw one at you. Okay. As a kid. Because this is... the. This is probably... Well, I'm, I'm not even going to say this. I'm just going to throw it at you. And you're a kid. True or false? The Grand Floridian is not kid-friendly. False, false, false. That should not All even right. be a you question. All right, you tell me why, kid, because a lot of people... That should not even be a believe question. Believe that. Personally, I'm offended. All right, let's go into why is it good for kids. And so this is the same thing I said with there's nothing to do there or it's stuffy. These people have obviously not stayed at the Grand Floridian. Even if you walk into the lobby, you can tell it's kid-friendly. And for the same reason, it's not stuffy. It's a community. Would a stuffy hotel have a kid's Alice in Wonderland splash pad? Okay, well, let's go one by one. You said if you walk in the lobby, why is the lobby kid-friendly? Well, Or what would a kid like about the Grand Floridian lobby? <laughs> now, these were my favorite thing to do when I was little. And have you mentioned in the last episode, you walk in and it's beautiful. The steps. There's okay, so let me set the scene. You walk in, if you've never been to the Grand Floridian, you walk into... You walk through the front doors. Now remember, it's all marble and it is ornate. And you, and you this aroma comes the at you. The Grand Floridian aroma comes at you. It's not, again, not a stuffy aroma. And it is a cavernous, beautiful Victorian hall. There's yeah. a grand piano. There's flowers. There's a massive sort of birdcage structure, lots of flowers, tons of plush couches and seating. And then an elevator, old style with the doors on the right. And then what you're about to talk about up one floor, but on the sure. right hand side, past the uh, check-in area, there are like those movie scene grand steps. And oh. a lot of brides with do their wedding photos. green yeah. emerald carpeting. And so why is that good for railing? a kid? Talk well, to me. 
If you have a kid who likes to be the center of attention, they'll jump up and down, they'll run all around, they'll pretend they're like this amazing star person or so important. And I always, as a child, got annoyed when people were taking their wedding photos. I was like, that's my stage. Yeah, we used to. Okay, so I would agree watching you and other kids too. Yeah, like and then you spent the little, first five or six years of your life. Yeah. Those steps were your favorite thing. Mm -hmm. And there's a little mid sort of landing thing where you can as like a little stage on there. <laughs> as you envisioned a stage. And you know what? They were always good about it. You know, it's not <laughs> the type of, there are hotels where, where they would have, you know, tried to shush, shush, don't, do, don't do that. Please get your child off the steps. Which helps with my point. Not stuffy. Yeah. Not stuffy at all. Now, if you tried to do that at the Four Seasons... That might have been an issue. I'll also throw something else for you in about the lobby and why okay. it's good for kids. They do have, as they all do, uh, all the Disney Resort hotels, at least the deluxe resort hotels, have little sort of TV area for kids. Oh, and yeah. even though kids love the lobby and there's tons of room to run around and there's big plush couches they jump on and you fall asleep on when you're like three years old or two and you're really? going to Cinderella's. I don't remember that. But I'm Cinderella's sure you have pictures. dinner. Um, but the kids' viewing area is in that lobby, just yeah. off to the side by the elevator. So, again, if they really have an area with, like, there's even, like, small little chairs, it, it really yeah. just shows that they welcome kids, right. which is another thing I really like. Okay. What else? Why else is it good for kids? Okay, great. The lobby's good for kids. Way to go. Congratulations. Well, there's a gigantic slide. There's pool parties. And if you have a little child, there's an Alice in Wonderland splash pad. Are you telling me that an uh, entire resort that has a splash pad for kids, a slide, and a pool party is trying to tell kids that they're not welcome there? Yes, at the beach pool, they have the pool party. And it's zero really, entry, too. Yeah, are you really trying to tell me that? It's a zero entry pool, which is accessible, but it's also great for little kids. Yeah. Actually, both pools are zero entry now, so they, yeah. they weren't always. All right, the pool. What else is good for well, kids? if you have... A little kid who doesn't like long rides, although the monorail is amazing. When I was little, I just used to ride it round and round. It's one stop to the Magic Kingdom. One and stop. And one, one stop, stop back, back on boats. And this is, yeah, you know. And soon to be able to walk, which little kids probably won't like. I know from experience from the contempt of the Magic Kingdom, don't like walking. Well, little kids might be in a stroller, but if you're, oh, if yeah. you're, if you have a family like that, <laughs> with, especially with little kids and it's your first trip, this one, we talk about this one stop stuff a lot. And the reason is that if your kid starts to have a meltdown in the park, and it, it happens, especially if you're on an aggressive schedule, it can take you, if you're staying at a, another hotel, it easily, people don't believe this, you can be on site at a Disney hotel and it'll take you an hour or more to get back to your hotel if you're relying on buses. Buses. Don't. So please don't. the Grand Floridian or the Contemporary on the other side, or any really any of the Magic Kingdom Resort area hotels, but specifically the Grand Floridian, one stop each way or walking fairly soon, is unbeatable just to get back to your resort with no hassle, even if you're an adult, but especially if you have kids. So I'll, I'll add, just add that to that location yeah. concept. No, what I else? I totally agree with that. Well, if they have stuff for, and obviously you can do this of either gender, but they have the pirate adventure for, I think, specifically geared to little boys. And also... Well, there's a lot of girls on that yeah, too. Yeah, but mostly. And then also, again, there are some little boys at this one, but they have the perfectly princess tea. Oh, yeah. That's a true upscale. Like, yeah. you know, you're right. Like, We've talked about how this can I, before, yeah. but... 
A resort that is not kid-friendly is not going to have an entire upscale character experience. Yeah. It's it's Aurora, Sleeping Beauty on and that one. And you say upscale, but really, there's children there. They can't be that upscale. No, I mean in terms of cost. Yeah. That event is pricey. Yeah, it's a, and it's hard a, to get into. Yeah, it's a, it's a that's a luxury event in Disney terms. Yeah, you want to book that one early. Yeah. All right, what else? Okay, well... Oh, there's character dining, yeah, too. Yeah, we were... We were saying there is a perfect Quintus tea, but it's not really dining. They have 1900 Park Fair, as we mentioned in our last week's episode. But they have two different sets of character dining. They have the Cinderella and Friends dinner. And then they have the, sort of a mix of it's the characters. the Cinderella Happily Ever After dinner. That's yeah. what they call it. And then for breakfast, they have sort of a mix of characters. The they super have, califragilistic yes, breakfast. Which they have Mary Poppins. The Mad Hatter, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, all these different yeah. sort of children. Yeah, it's a bit of a mix. But it's so, they're all so nice. And I, even I was scared of the Mad Hatter at first, but he was so nice. So, And we talked about special occasions at the end of last episode. Yes. I mean, the Easter egg hunt and Christmas and Easter even are amazing times for kids there. And even, yeah. and of course, there's the arcade, the campfire, the movies that all the deluxe resort hotels have. Yeah. But the, this is my point. The Grand Floridian that you're making here has so much more than just those things that everybody else has. And on top of yeah. that, of course, they have M. Mouse Mercantile, the store, which is yeah. basically a toy store. So, you yeah. know, of course, they have a, <laughs> a kid's store. And they also have the Sundry store. Yeah. The Sandy Cove. Yeah. But, and there's little speedboat renters. Rentals. Oh, we love to see kids. Again, they have those and at other resorts. And even a bit older kids there. could yep. even start to drive the boats too. Yeah. So that's fun. And I'm talking. There's stuff for kids of all ages. Like I remember having fun when I was like five and six. I'm 12 now. I still have fun there, and I'll continue to have fun. And there's more things I'm looking forward to doing when I get a bit older. So I would argue that not only is it the question is not is it good for kids. I literally would argue it's the best, best for resort kids. for kids. And that might shock you, but in my opinion, it's also the truth. And I'll caveat that by saying for hotels. Because, yeah. you know, you could say Fort Wilderness is the best resort for kids. and I. It's you know, outside. I, you can run around. It, it's true. It's a different kind of experience, though, right? But so You're camping, really comparing Fort Wilderness to the Grand Floridian. I'm saying you can't, but, I, but, but you could argue. No. If your kid likes to run free in nature, then yeah. of course. Not you, but it sort of depends. And obviously you can do both, but there's sort of two different sides they're sort of two different they're two separate things really yeah so they're two separate things you sort of decide which one your kid would prefer and even you can stay at the grand floridian and then go over there for dinner or something yeah, we, we do, do that. that a lot so yeah i would agree i mean given there's yeah. everything that every resort has pretty much and more at the grand floridian so it's, i'd say those are the two best yeah, it's for not kids a and the grand floridian of, is, is definitely up there all right we're going to close out. We've talked a lot about Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. Like I said, I I love talking about it there. We love it. It's our favorite yeah. resort. But we stay everywhere. We love them all. Yeah. Our top five reasons. I'm these not going to dive into things. too much depth because we've already talked no, about No, we're just going to sort of things. encapsulate the top five reasons. Yes. And What's the number one reason these are on this in list? Order. Well, why don't we go from number five? Are they in order? I think so. I don't think they're really in order. So it doesn't matter. All right. Well... People's order would change depending on what's important to them. Yeah. These are, I think, and these range for all people. There's at least one thing on here that would draw the attention of 
almost I think every right. person listening. So the top five reasons to stay at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. All right. Number one, location. Location, location, location. If you're going to Walt Disney World, you want to be close to a park. So all the deluxe resorts, with the exception of Animal Kingdom and the Riviera now, I would say, even with the Skyliner, um, yeah, are on the doorstep of parks. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's weird that's because Animal Kingdom of... is literally called the same name yeah. as Park. But... And that's part of what the deluxe resorts have, among other things. So yes, location yeah. there, Magic location, Kingdom area. Short walk or monorail to TC for Epcot, right next to Magic Kingdom, and buses for and the other Animal hotels. Kingdom. There's a lot of hotels in that yeah. neighborhood, as I call them. Neighborhood or the yeah. crown of the ultimate the crown vacation jewel kingdom of the. The crown jewel of the yes. vacation kingdom of the world. Come yes. on, get your historical references No, that references area right. is the crown in the Magic Kingdom's own... All right, give it up. <laughs> Sorry. All right, give me the number two reason. This will appeal to a lot of people. Why are you making face? Oh, you can't, can't read my read writing. Your writing. I can't <laughs> I st- read your writing. I do some show notes and then I scribble stuff for her so she knows where it's going. It says shopping. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, yeah shopping. And even though it lost a shop, they combined the men's and women's. It didn't really as lose a shop. It just sort of condensed it a little bit. People so, do make special trips to the Grand Floridian to go shopping. Yeah, the shopping's great, especially Basin White, right? So those those shops there, the sort of. Um, Bathroom, you know, where you can buy all the shopping yeah, for the, hotel the Yeah, the best shopping among the hotels. It, it's just if you want to take a day trip to the Grand Floridian, there's a lot to do to make it worthwhile. Like if you just yeah. want to browse the shops and have lunch there, that's a great way to spend an afternoon, have a look at the hotel, walk around, see it on yeah. a nice day. And speaking of having lunch, all right, what's our number three reason to stay there? Best for dining. Yeah, this one is a hands most down, dining, probably best dining. It they're. From the quality of the restaurants, just to the sheer number, like we said, nine separate places where you can get food, not even including snacks in the stores. So, you know, if you include that, there's 10. So nothing comes close to it. Yacht and Beach, I guess, are the next close, but that's two hotels combined. Yeah, that's sort of a bit different. Number four. Ambiance. Okay, the ambiance. And that sort of brings us into number five And if you're one of those people... Who think it's stuffy? I urge yes, you. Again. I urge you to go there and spend a little time and just watch the guests there and the cast members. I urge yes. you to go there and be proved wrong. It's luxurious in its look, and it is a beautiful ambiance. Go at Christmas, and it really shows you. And you'll see what we that, mean. and which brings us to number five: holiday oh, atmosphere. Oh yeah, isn't that just convenient? So all the all the hotels, the deluxe hotels especially, yeah go all out in the holidays and they all have some sort of form of gingerbread sort of thing. Like there's a mini carousel at yeah. the beach club and stuff like that. But nothing beats that gingerbread house and the tree and just everything about that main building lobby at yeah. Christmas time. And it is my single favorite time of year and place to be at Disney yeah. World. And what I want to round out this episode by saying is the Grand Floridian and its grounds and even the fact that it's so near to the Magic Kingdom it's not really, for me, a hotel. It's a community, in my opinion. It's a beautiful, magical, crown jewel community of the vacation kingdom of the world. And, and, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say in the interest yeah. of balance, because someone's going to say there's got to be something wrong with the Grand Floridian. Okay. Like, it can't all be perfect. It's not. And there's only one thing. The, really, it's almost perfect. There's only it one is. thing, and it 
that does bother me there. It's not exclusive to there, but it's yeah. that the room walls are thin and the rooms can be noisy. Like yeah. you can hear, and it happens 50% of the time for us, I would say. Yeah. And I don't like that. I hate hearing room noise neighbors clearly the, through the walls. Yeah. And what I'm going to say is he, like, you are not a fan of room noise. And the only, and the places, which is why you like staying at the Polynesian and the contemporary yeah. is because they do have thick walls, not Bay Lake, the contemporary. Bay Lake is actually pretty good too. Yeah, but they it's not good construction. as um, amazing as the contemporary Polynesian. And you are not a fan of hearing wall noise, yet you still stay at the Grand Floridian that much. So point. I do think that all of the other things really drown out, which is why I didn't mention it, because I think all of these other things just overtake it and um, you just forget about that small little detail. And I'll have to say what irked me before we wrap this one up is that when they opened the villas there, because Bay Lake is pretty good, yeah. I was hopeful that the villas, oh, you know, they're not going to be as bad as the main hotel. Wrong. Wrong. The <laughs> Wrong. So I don't know, in some way, the Bay Lake Tower construction mirrored the beautiful sort of, uh, you know, the Polynesian and the contemporary were modular. You can look at how they were built. But all of that adds to why they're so quiet. They're the most quiet hotels at Walt Disney World. But anyway, that is my, if someone asked me, yes, that's what I don't like about the Grand Floridian. But be, and you're right, I still want to stay there. So it's not enough to yeah. put me off the hotel because it's the same yeah. at half the hotels, if not look more. Look back at your trip, yeah. don't even remember it. If you don't remember, or you can take care of it in one, you know, switch rooms if you have yeah. whatever. They'll try to help you if someone's being trying really to get an end room with only one neighbor. Yeah, it's only if you have those neighbors, well, <laughs> which happens every do. now and then. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's all to say. At all, we spent a good two episodes in an hour talking about Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, our favorite place to stay. That's our qualifier. We are open about that. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you consider staying there if you hadn't, and if you like staying there. I know you'll love this little walk down memory lane. And I hoped you were proved wrong when you thought that you didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully gave you some information to consider. So check us out at 1923 Main Street, all across the web and .com, of course. And we're there to interact with you, send us notes. If you have any questions, comments, or show ideas, we'd love to hear from you. So thanks, everyone. Have a magical day. Bye-bye.